0: It's time, streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed, heavyweight podcast of the world, the Big Play Reflect Show.
1: Happy legal tampering and welcome on into the Big Play Reflog Show. I'm your host, Nick Padone. Pack studio here at Burke Lakefront Airport. Big Play Dave producing Gabriella Cruz as well. And of course, Mr. Chris McNeil. What is going on, guys? NFL offseason
2: officially here. I would just like Nick. to
3: say, uh, Chris and I did not plan this. <laughs> yeah, look, look, look at these two. We'll play.
2: Yeah, you may be talking free agency right now, Nick. We're stuck on spring baseball here. Both of us wearing our Mm -hmm. new Big Play shirts. This is fabulous. Getting ready for spring training and ultimately the season. So go check out our merch, by the way, on bigplay.com. Good stuff out there. Cody Draws has done a fantastic job with our whole line of merchandise.
3: It really is a nice shirt. It's so colorful. I love it. Wait, is this good angle? Yeah, look at that. So many colors
1: back in business how are the guardians we're going to talk a little bit of baseball later in the show as spring training is a rolling and the world baseball classic going on too so we'll talk a little baseball as always, we will kick things off with Power Rank Monday. Then we're going to have our featured interview with Benjamin Albright presented by Labatt. Like I said, legal, legal tampering began on Monday. Free agency is here and officially kicks off on Wednesday, so we'll talk a lot of NFL offseason with him. Then we're going to get into our Big Play bets presented by Typico Sportsbook. Typico is the exclusive sportsbook of the Big Play Network, so make sure you download that Typico Sportsbook app with promo code Big Play when you make a deposit. They're going to hook you up with some free bet credits. March Madness is here. We're going to pick a lot of games, and we're going to do it all on Tipico, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're going to finish things up with Cleveland Headlines, brought to you by Shaq News. A lot going on. Let's kick things off with Power Rank Monday.
4: It's time for Power Rank Monday.
1: Alrighty, the nfl free agency begins on wednesday legal tampering starting today we're seeing players already agree to terms with their new team some guys just staying put on their current teams so we are going to power rank our favorite cleveland free agent signings of all time <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? i'm
3: sorry i'm just the, the word tampering just sounds so funny <laughs> Legal tampering. <laughs> uh, I don't know okay, why. Okay, you, okay, okay. Well, all right, keep going. Yeah, no I know tampering. it's just a okay. funny lingo, is it not? It
4: is. It's weird. G- Does not it Gab, sound weird? Gab has moved from twelve-year-old <laughs> down to six.
3: Legal tampering. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Just I just feel like it for sports. It just sounds weird. Okay, Specific
2: legal terms really get her going. Yes. Nick's
4: Nick's very bothered by that. I could tell.
2: No. I just.
4: No, I just,
2: it, is, it, it is, is funny. I, I agree. I'm Come up with it. I'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: it's just silly. No, Legal it tampering is. begins. I'm just like yeah. it just seems out of t- context. And <laughs> it,
1: the whole thing behind it is so funny too. Like, oh, you're not you weren't allowed to talk to someone at 11:59 this morning, but at noon, it was all right for you to begin talking with begin them. Or tampering. Tampering.
4: <laughs> <laughs> tampering. So, we're going we're
1: going to power rank though our favorite Cleveland free agent signings of all time in any sport. Um Kind of go around the room and power rank wow. who we was who our favorite all-time free agent in Cleveland sports. Dave, do you have one that? I mean, it for? has to be LeBron. Yeah, hit the elephant in the room first. <laughs> <you> know, <this laughs> yeah, one. full circle.
4: Yeah. Easiest one ever, right? Yeah. One I think most people game. remember where they were. Oh, yeah. When I LeBron do. left us and when he came back. Yep.
3: I remember my dad woke me up out of my sleep and was like, hey, we got LeBron.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, I was on LeBron watch. I was yeah I was yeah. on it. Yeah, my dad and I were watching Sports Center in the living room.
2: Nice. It was like two in the afternoon, wasn't it? You yeah. were you were sleeping at the time. No. There,
3: Gap? No. no, I sleeping remember being off? woken up. So I wonder maybe we just maybe it was when obviously social media wasn't like blasting all over. So maybe we were late to the news or something. Because I remember he told me later.
2: Dude travels slowly. Like literally
3: woke me up and was like, Hey, we got LeBron.
1: <laughs> well if you guys remember just so he, hours ago. he posted the you know the long I'm coming home story it was on sportsillustrated.com, yeah. oh, yeah. and that broke their website like their yeah. website was just not usable for most server of the day, down because there were so many people trying to read that so I'm sure that that probably that might have played a role that the sport, Sports Illustrated, which was one of the biggest blogs online news sources back in the day like it just broke LeBron broke it. Chris, you have one, a favorite free agent signing in Cleveland well, I mean, LeBron
2: would have been the favorite. Yeah, sure. yeah. But one of those that I think he was a free agent. How about Jamal Lewis? I mean, that was a big signing. Oh, from the
4: Ravens. Play.
2: Yeah, yeah. we got him from the Ravens, and yeah. then he powered us almost to a playoff. Uh, our best record, what, what were we 10-6? Missed the playoffs that year, the, and that was 2007, I want to say. Is that right? He was a but, beast. Uh, he he didn't he he break absolute. the
4: single game record against us when he was on the Ravens. I think so. I think so.
2: And then we got him on our team, and, and he did. He had, you know, up until that point, one of the better seasons we had had in a long, long time. So that's one that sticks out in my mind, Jamal Lewis.
4: Chris, you remember Robbie Alomar when we got him? Oh,
2: there you go. That was a, a That cool. was a good one. You talk about a tandem, him and Omar up the middle. My I was God. so
4: excited when they when got they the Alomar them. brothers. Yeah. You
2: know, my uncle actually played with the Alomar brothers when he was in the in the minor leagues. Oh. He was in the Padres organization. Which was uncle? Pitcher, Kevin Criston. No he kidding. was a pitcher and he pitched for the Padres organization when the Alomars were in there. And actually the Alomars father, I think it was Sandy Sr. maybe, uh, was the manager of the team. So very wow. interesting, you know, a lot of yeah. Alomars around my my uncle. And he was a pitcher, of course. So Sandy was his catcher, but uh, yeah, yeah. So there's my connection to the Alomars. Cool.
4: No one going Jim Tomey <laughs> <Coming back>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was fun. I I was at yeah. the game when he came
1: back, like his first game back, and they had like the welcome Tomey signs. Oh, yeah. That Hell was yeah. fun. <laughs> Gab, do you have one that comes to mind? I really don't. I mean, don't. I don't
3: remember it, but Kenny Lofton.
1: Yeah, that's a
2: big
4: one. Oh, he was sure. a free agent.
2: Yeah. This is
3: a biggie. I didn't even know that he played for the Astros.
2: He came back to us at the end of his career. And then, that yeah, I'm looking
3: run. at all the teams he was on and then coming back. Yeah. He played on so many more teams than I ever realized
4: I'm surprised we didn't have more free agent signings. So. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before the show, like, wasn't it if mostly
1: trades? Of, if you think of anything recent, I mean, Donovan Mitchell—that was a huge one that just trade. went down trade. Jared Allen was a trade. trade. Um Look at the Browns. Jarvis was a trade. Yeah, it's Odell either draft or trade. Deshaun was a trade. trade. Was a trade. Um, the Guardians. Jose was just drafted and developed. Lindor was traded away and Here's was here. Yeah, there's just a lot of... We haven't signed that Kevin, many people. Kevin Love was a trade. Like, Yeah. yeah not that
2: many. Interesting. Very good. Hmm. How about OBJ? Are we going to get him?
4: Oh, come on, Chris. <laughs> 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 Nick, there's <a> <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> Nick, d- Nick, what are your thoughts yeah, on Yeah, I do want to know Nick's Odell? thoughts. I, I so, feel like you
1: have thoughts. I was very upset over the weekend. Um,
2: And... <laughs> I I love the things you get upset about that ruin your day, whether it's gabs and infatuation with certain words or OBJ. You know, I I
1: get going to the workout because it's just due diligence, and the Browns went to Arizona and and watched them work out and that whole thing. And, you know, they do their homework on every player, and I'm glad that they do because previous – you know, front offices and stuff were literally skipping Ohio State's pro day and stuff. So I'm glad that they finally have wised up in that regard. But it's Odell Beckham Jr. Like, I think Tony Grossi wrote it perfectly like that. He was like the clown show I mean, between the all the sideline violations with the shoes, with the Rolex, with the come get me stuff, and you're going to want that guy back. And I get that his gripe was with Baker and this, that, and the other thing, but I just don't see why the Browns would beg for him back when he got his way last time, because that's what everybody's like, oh, he left uh, the organization on good terms. Like, yeah, he better have. He got exactly what he wanted and he got to keep all his money. What, right. what did he have to be mad about? Oh, well. Yeah, so I was, just, I was tilted there. about Fra- it.
2: Thanks for that trip down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, remember when we were monitoring? How
1: about, um, remember he painted his Rolls Royce and we were like, oh, this guy gets us. He's driving around an Orange Rolls Royce. Yeah. O- over it. And then his dad fired up Instagram. But no, people were begging for him back for, for whatever reason. Why not? It's the off yeah. season. It's the funny season. That's what we do around here. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to keep the off-season chatter alive. It is time to get into our featured interview. Let's hit it. All righty, on the Labatt Blue Line, we have NFL reporter and insider Benjamin Albright joins the show. Ben, what is going on? Thanks for joining us on the big play reflux show.
0: Hey guys. Uh, good to see you. I'm, uh, driving on my way to Broncos headquarters right now. I got to go in there and uh, do some stuff. So, uh, happy to catch up with you.
1: Yeah. Let's, I guess let's start there. Busy day for the Broncos kind (laughs) of shoring up the O line around Russell Wilson. What was your reaction to some of those moves that happened earlier today?
0: uh not surprised um you know obviously talking to sean payton talking to george payton up there at the combine um it really was going to be a trenches free agency and draft for denver so um not not really surprised McGlinchey and powers were kind of the names we had circled um i guess the 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 concern was is that the Bears were going to come in and try to offer more uh, in the end than those two uh, would would want to go for the money. But you know the they, the Broncos pried them away from the Bears. The Bears had the most money to spend. So that should say something. I think it you know not the not the dog on the Bears, but you know the Broncos are an organization that, that hasn't had the success over the last decade that they've had in the previous two decades. And uh, you know I, I I think it says a lot if guys want to come out and play for them rather than go play for the team that's got the most money.
1: Absolutely. Let's keep going around the NFL before we kind of circle things back to Cleveland. We're getting, you know, conflicting reports on Twitter, as oftentimes happens with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Kind of what's the latest um, to your knowledge? What, what, do, what do we have going on there?
0: Well, I was told a few days ago that the framework of the trade was done. Uh, and I know somebody put that out there. I can't remember who off the top of my head. Somebody put that out there a couple of days ago as well. And then Tom Felicero came out with a report saying it was not agreed.
4: Uh-oh, we lose him?
0: Uh, Rogers hasn't notified. I'm oh, sorry, what was that?
1: We thought we lost you there. We got gotcha. you.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. No, Rogers just hasn't notified anybody of what he's going to do yet. But as we watch this thing play out, and as we watch these uh, these options for the Jets seem to dwindle, I mean, really it's two options. Either Rogers goes to the – Well, Rodgers absolutely hates Nathaniel Hackett because this would be the second year in a row where he's put Hackett on the string and then no-showed him. So um, I I do believe that Rodgers ultimately winds up with the Jets. I feel like it's retirement of the Jets for him because the Packers clearly don't want him back. done.
1: I think we, we caught the most of what you said, but we are breaking up with you a little bit. Um, keep the QB topic alive. The Browns restructured Deshaun Watson's contract this morning. And that has a lot of fans on Twitter arguing, is the salary cap real? Browns fans have been debating how many times the key team could keep restructuring Deshaun to kind of create some more cap space. Is this something that the Browns can kind of do for the foreseeable future with Deshaun's massive deal?
0: Uh no no you you kind of have one maybe two chances at that the problem is you kick the can down the road eventually the bill comes due just ask uh, the New Orleans Saints and how that worked out with Drew Brees so uh, you you can do there's a little bit of, of of wiggle room right there that allowed them to get guys in this year but you're gonna have a year eventually where Deshaun is gonna eat up an exorbitant amount of cap now kicking the cap down the road is is can be uh, a viable strategy in the sense that. Uh, If if you do so, the cap is expected to always go up. Right. And so and so, you know, the hit is if you look in terms of percentage instead of raw dollar amounts, um, if you look down the line, it ends up, you know, most. Being okay. where there were several teams that were hosed and so. Uh, I think that uh, I think at the end the, the Browns did what they could right now to make sure they get the team out in front of if they need to. But they're going to have to start hitting on draft picks over the next two years in order to make this thing equitable by the end.
2: I know you generally obviously cover the Broncos and, and probably aren't looking as closely at the Cleveland Browns. But from your perspective, what have you seen from the Browns? What do you expect that they may need to, uh, to shore up this offseason and especially with free agency?
0: I think you need a reliable guy that takes the top off on the offense. You know, you need somebody like uh like Deshaun had at Houston, like Will Fuller. Uh, that absolutely takes the top off and dictates coverages. Will Fuller wasn't the greatest receiver ever, but Will Fuller's speed being on the field and the reliability of what he brought to the table if they threw the ball his direction uh, changed the way teams defended them and forced uh, uh, you know, opposing defenses into specific coverages and made it a lot easier on Deshaun. If Deshaun's going to be his best self, that's what you're going to have to do. Otherwise, he's going to continue to struggle. So I, I do believe that the Browns absolutely need a vertical Threat to take the top off there it doesn't have to be the greatest player in the world. It just has to be somebody that uh, that threatens you with speed and says, "Hey, look, uh, you know when he's on the field, you do have to account for him."
2: How about on the defensive side of the ball? Do you see see the Browns making a move here in free agency to shore up that line at all? A defensive tackle, obviously, we've seen one off the board basically today, and uh, a couple here now. Um, is there anything you see that they can do in free agency to shore that up?
0: Well, I think the big one would be Draymond Jones, right? Um, you know, and I, I think you guys are, A, if not the leader in the clubhouse there. Um, you know, Draymond's uh, obviously from the area or whatever, but it's going to be a pretty penny to get him. The Broncos love to have him back. He'd love to be back, but they are not going to pay what, what it would take if he would have to. To take a substantial discount to come back to Denver. And so, um, you know, I, I think Draymond Jones is probably the guy. He's, uh, you know, he's an upfield penetrator that can get after the quarterback. He's a scheme fit for what Jim Schwartz wants to do there. Uh, the weakness in his game comes from, uh, uh, you know, the run game and, and, and really just being sound with gaps. But, you know, he's so good at getting upfield, it might be one to overlook that. And, you know, him playing next to a guy like Miles Garrett would really maximize him. You know, he, he was playing next to guys like Deshaun Williams, DJ Jones, and Mike Purcell in Denver. And, you know, with all due respect to those guys, they are nowhere near the threat that Miles Garrett is on the football field.
3: Hey, Ben, who are some guys that the Browns should be targeting with the number 42 pick?
0: Well, I, I mean, look, I, I'm always a big fan of looking to see what falls in that general direction, not necessarily having a target, but saying, OK, here's who we think the top 50 players are. Let's get that list together and then let's look and let's see. We're we taking anybody off our board, whatever's left. And if something comes up there in that particular uh, in that particular range, because you're right at around that 50 mark, right, 42. So uh, you, you want to see who falls into that range. What what player slipped? You know, what, what player fell and what's the reason that they fell? And uh, you might wind up getting a spectacular talent, right? there just because somebody else allowed somebody to slip through their fingers um let those guys trade up for the quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff you've got that covered let those other players get pushed down to you on the board and uh you're gonna wind up with a player that might not be at a premium position per se but might be a premium type player and you, you walk away getting a blue chip player
4: hey ben who are the who are the panthers taking number one overall this year
0: I, I think it's C.J. Stroud. Um, you know they, they could they've got time left to talk themselves out of that, but that was kind of uh, who owner Dave Tepper really you know kind of had in mind when he started even the coaching search. Um, you know the, the scouts and everything have have got uh, three guys there they feel comfortable with. Um, so I don't think that uh, uh, I don't think it's of any big mystery. Um, you know I certainly tweeted out back in I think it was December that um, you know that, that the Panthers were probably looking at Stroud via trade by Chicago. Well the trade by Chicago is done. So, um, you know, they just need to kind of make that make that happen. Uh, Could they throw a wrench in the works and go after Bryce Young? Yeah. um, But that's from what I understood, that wasn't the direction they were going to go. I I felt like they had some of the other guys higher and that, that Stroud was kind of their guy.
1: You know, speaking of um, Bryce Young, Browns fans kind of have had our perils recently with short QBs, you know, Johnny um, and Baker, two that come to mind right away. Are there teams that are a little bit reluctant about Bryce Young because of that height issue? Or or do you think that the NFL is starting to look past that because of some of the success of guys like Kyler Murray being on the shorter side of things?
0: I think the NFL looks past it now. The average height of a starting quarterback, you know, 15, 20 years ago was something like 6'4", 6'5", and now it's down to about 6'2". Uh, you know, people are realizing that, that quarterbacks, if you get wider splits on the offensive line, quarterbacks can look through those splits, uh, that you want a shorter uh, kind of base with your legs to create a, an, an easier pocket to work in. And that uh, you know, guys that tend to be a little quicker and being able to more nimble in that pocket, uh, able to manipulate it, uh, are able to have more success in the modern NFL versus, you know, the kind of Joe Flacco archetype out there kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I, I don't think people are too, too concerned with it. Um, he can make all the throws behind a line at, at Alabama, that's roughly the same height as an NFL line. I mean, it's not like those guys are appreciably shorter in any way. Um, so, you know, he, the, the concepts that he's good at, you want to take the things that he's good at, craft an offense around that. I do think he winds up in Houston. I don't think they have any problem with it whatsoever.
4: Hey, Benjamin, last one before we let you go. If you're Andrew Barry, what is one move that you would make? What's the one move you'd make this
0: offseason? In terms of free agency or the draft? Either. Oh, man, that's a good question. Uh, that's that speed, deep speed. Uh, you find an unquestionable, undeniable guy that can fly down the football field that changes the way defenses dictate coverages, and that, that makes Deshaun Watson his best self. And, and, and everything that you have to do right now has to be about maximizing Deshaun Watson because you spent all that to get it.
1: Ben, thanks so much for hopping on the show, man. Uh, best of luck to you out there at the Denver facility, and we'll have to do this again soon, so thanks for jumping on.
0: Absolutely, guys. Take care. Peace, Ben.
1: Good stuff there. Benjamin Albright joining the show from his
2: car. Continent continent professional. Here we are, free agency, day one with the tampering. (laughs) And you got him and his car on the way out to the Denver Broncos facility go meet with John Elway and all the crew out there. Nailed
4: it.
1: Good stuff from him. Let's keep this show moving. We'll talk some more free agency in a bit. But it's time to talk some college hoops. It's March Madness. Let's hit our big play bets of the week. All righty, Big Play Bets and all of our bets are presented by Typico Sportsbook. Typico lets you bet on all of the college madness this month. Start betting now and compete for a share of $500,000 in bonuses from Typico Sportsbook, including a grand prize of weekly $100 free bet credits for a year. You guys heard that right. Free bets at $100 for an entire year. I hope somebody on this show takes that home, but if not, I hope somebody that's listening to our show takes that home. Wait, wait, wait. Nick, how do we win that? All you need to do is make bets of $20 or more on the tournament to enter. So download the Typical app to start betting with us. When you download it and make that deposit, use promo code BIGPLAY. They'll hook you up with some free bets on top of that for using our promo code Big Play. But throughout the tournament, just keep making $20 bets on whatever you see fit and they're gonna keep hooking you up with free bets to keep going on this March Madness run. And they got a little leaderboard action coming okay. today, too, Dave.
4: So how do we how do you what's the leaderboard? How, how does this work? So I
1: know you I know we were reading a little bit about this before the show, but they are going to track all of our March Madness bets and not just us, people on the show, people in Ohio and typical national to compete against each other. And then whoever wins this leaderboard challenge. Finishes number one takes home those free bets, a hundred dollar bet credits
4: every week for yeah. a year. All right. And I think we're gonna get free bets just kind of throughout as well. Yeah. So yeah, if you're gonna betting in there, minute. I think they're gonna give us more free bets.
1: Yeah. Free bets. Free bets go. Free bets. Especially free bets. Uh, in in March Madness when anything could happen. Download the Tipico Sportsbook, use promo code BIGPLAY. When you make that first deposit, you'll get a deposit match through Tipico. So that'll get you some free bets to start. But then as we keep going through their leaderboard challenge, betting those 20 bucks, they're going to sprinkle in some more free bets and protected bets. You name it. Tipico is going to hook it up. You must be 21 years or older to gamble in Ohio, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's March Madness, guys. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. Woohoo! All right. Last week's results are in. I'm not going to brag this week, but it was another week of Nick Padone on the leaderboard. I went three and one. McNeil, you came in next. You were two and two. Gab, a respectable one and three.
4: Two and two. Dave was one and three
1: as well. (laughs) Rats.
4: You know what? I had a win outside of this. I just want to throw that out there. You did. The Mac tournament treated you very I had a big win. I had a big win. That's the thing. Just to throw that out you're there.
1: you got to follow our individual Twitters because these picks do change. We do add on more winners throughout the week.
4: Do we have a running total, by the way, of these? Is it because I – what did I win? Did I, win I think one? you
1: went one and three last week too. Total six. We gotta keep track. And I was three up. and one, so I'm six and two. Ooh. Yeah. So dollar dog, keep keep note of our running totals. Um, and it's fun because we do it all different sports. You know, we're gonna do college basketball this week. Last week we were doing uh, a lot of Cavs bets. So we'll keep doing different bets all throughout um, the coming weeks and obviously in the NFL season. So let's take a look at some bets going on this week. March Madness round one already kicks off Thursday and Friday. A lot of games going on literally all day. If you need me, don't, because I'm going to be betting on college basketball. Um, Pick one 12 seed or higher, so seeds 12 through 16, that will win a tournament game, and it can't be Kent State. Why? We're going to pick that game later. (laughs)
4: We're going to All pick
1: right. that game later. So we have a lot of popular ones on the typical sports book is Oral Roberts upsetting Duke. Um, I'll take it.
2: that right off the bat. Really? I, I hate Duke.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: <fair. That's laughs> <fair>. Oral Roberts. <laughs>
1: All right, Chris Chris jumped to that one. How about this one? And a team that's made me a ton of money, guys, just throughout the tournament and just following college basketball a little bit more seriously this year. 13-seeded Iona over UConn. Iona's really good. They ran away. I don't even remember what conference they play in, but whatever it was, they ran away with the tournament. Like They blew out everybody that they played. Um, Furman over Virginia. Drake over Miami. VCU over St. Mary's, um, Charleston over San Diego
4: state. I'm going to go with mine. I like Charleston over San Diego state. Okay. Plus I,
1: it's 12 and a five. Yeah, It's
4: nothing crazy. I think, I think that might hit.
1: Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Drake over Miami and I'm going to take Drake because that's the side of the bracket that Kent is on. So if Kent pulls the upset, in round one, they would have a much easier time, I think, against 12-seeded wow. Drake than five-seeded Miami.
4: You're, you're going against Bernie. So I'm going to go with Drake.
1: I'm I'm going to not go with the You Matter pick, and I'm going wow. with the, the Six God pick. I know that there's no relation, but Drake over Miami. But 12, I thought
3: you were five. just saying Iona got you all this money.
1: They did, but UConn in March is... I wouldn't bet against UConn. Yeah, no.
3: Well, but... What you would do but chris would do oral roberts over duke
1: oral roberts made the some noise was it
2: duke in in march that's kind of crazy but i don't care i hate duke
1: was <laughs> it last year or the year before that oral roberts made a little noise
3: i, th- I remember that i think because i remember Cause everyone tweeting about like, it and it was such a weird name yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it was, one of, the, it was one of those uh like tampering like yeah like, like why it did you ohio do that <laughs> yeah did they, they did. did they beat ohio yeah. state chris that's, that's right
2: yeah, that's that's what it was. I'll look past that. Yeah, they beat Ohio State back. Uh, yeah, when Ohio State was a two seed. Wow. Yeah,
4: because
1: Iona wow. is a thirteen over UConn. That that game is plus three forty. That that's too rich for my blood.
4: All right, I'm gonna write these down. All right, so just to be I'm different. I'm taking Charleston. Chris, you are going with Oral, Oral Roberts. Roberts.
1: And, Gab, what do you got?
3: Mm. All right, maybe I'll do VCU over St. Mary's.
4: Okay. VCU. The Gales going down. Wow. Who's who's VCU's coach nowadays? Any idea? It's, I have no idea. Remember, who was it? Shaka Smart? Yeah, Remember that it's, dude? Yeah. It's Mike Rose. Rose. Where's Shaka Smart? Any idea?
2: No, that was the hottest coach back a few years oh, ago. Y-
4: yeah, remember? He used right to... Right he would like warm up with them and go crazy. He's the head coach at Marquette. There we go. Wow. Uh, there we go. It's a good landing spot. Yep. Where's is Lyola Chicago
2: in this? Do we have Sister Jean this year? Or <sighs> is no Sister Jean? I don't think so. I don't think we have Sister Jean we either. Have Sister Jean guys.
4: She... She's, she's also getting up
2: there.
1: Cheeto, she looks like if she ate one hot Cheeto, it would be the the end of Scissor Jean.
4: What made you say one hot Cheeto? Because
1: I just saw this picture of her and she looked like so old and like frail. And, and I'm just like. like
3: if she tampered with one hot Cheeto.
1: Yeah. It's it would be over. over. <laughs> like one hot Cheeto. We're going, and like,
3: we're going to all the place of hot Cheetos. and for like, saying right, that. Yes.
1: <laughs> one McDonald's Sprite and she would be just. <laughs> all right um that's that's good for our upsets let's go to the one that everybody wants to talk about at least me um will kent state pull off the upset against four seed indiana or at least cover that four and a half spread
4: on by by the way nick congratulations friday night thank you you're you're welcome
1: only covered the team for three and a half years and didn't get to sniff one out myself in my time there but pretty cool though glad to see it happen now yeah so Kent plus four and a half um, is the spread. Kent money line is only plus 150. And this is one of the popular picks, obviously for us here in Northeast Ohio, but beyond a lot of people like Kent in this matchup, just because like I said last week, that defense with coach Senderoff is so legit. We'll see what happens. The big 10 kind of sucks. Chris, you would know better than anybody. Do you think Kent could build the upset here or is Indiana just
2: better as a four seed? So I'd get the points, right? I think they could cover. I don't know that they can win, but I think they can cover. And that's what I'm looking for here. So give me the cover for Kent State. Go Flashes.
4: Nick, what about the over-under? What do, what, ha- what do you think for, for Kent? You're just talking about that defense. And now you're making me nervous.
1: Yeah, so over-under, we have it at 140.5. I truly wouldn't. I, I really think that if they want to win this game, and a lot of people are picking them to win this game, you're you're going to have to be an under Like it's just going to have to be because offensively, and and a lot of people got hip to it in the Mac championship, maybe in the semifinals with Akron offensively, you have sincere carry Malik Jacobs. And that's about it. (laughs) I know. And a bunch of dudes and like in in big games, you need those killers. Like you need a sincere carry, but it's the defense that's going to keep them in this ball game and in any ball game. So I would, I would not touch that one forty and a half. and a half. That's just me personally because um, defense is kind of their calling card. I wouldn't want to bet the under. I'm going to say I'm going to go with Chris. Kent plus four and a half, but I know come Friday night, it's St. Patrick's Day. There will be some bats consumed throughout the day. I think that Kent money line is uh pretty spicy. All
4: right, so Nick, you are going Kent spread.
1: I'm going Kent money line. You're going Kent money line. Yeah, because I'm going to fill out a bracket too, and I'm going to – you got to
4: pick some upsets when you're doing this type of thing. I'm going to take Kent. All right, I can't not roll with you on that. <laughs> Are you uh, taking Kent
1: money line too? Hell I'll, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'll take the money line and then.
1: Chris, did you I pick
3: Kent know. to win? Did you say he just picked
1: him no. to cover? So oh, okay, they, they won't Recover. lose by more than
2: five is what Chris picked. What do you think, Gab?
3: I'm already so far in the betting hole <laughs> that um, I could just pick him to win. I mean,
2: go
4: money line. You go. Kent ML. Kent money line. You guys are all knocked and loaded. Jeez, <laughs> oh, we got some homers over oh, at Burnley front <laughs> airport, Chris. That's
2: what we got going on over I, here. I'm almost tempted to go the opposite way because you three <laughs> went that way, but I'll, I'll stick
4: with that. Yeah. You, you, you did see me and Gab at one and three, so just yeah. that out. Yeah, there. and so
1: far in this betting segment, I would like to say I picked Kent Moneyline and Drake Moneyline are my two bets this week. So okay. we're uh, we're firing on all cylinders over here.
2: Remember, this is all for entertainment purposes only. Not (laughs) bet your house on this based upon what Nick is advising right
1: now. Correct. Use those free bet credits if you're going to bet on anything (laughs) that Nick is going to say with promo code BIGPLAY. All right, let's go to Wednesday. Let's take a little breather off of March Madness. Again, like I keep saying, follow Dave on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow Chris on Twitter. And we're going to have Gab getting some bets going on. Yeah, Twitter you don't want to take too. my
3: advice on bets, but uh, you can follow me for other reasons. Because
1: we're gonna bet we're gonna bet a lot on March Madness. I at least know that Dave and I are. So oh, yeah. follow us because we're gonna have a lot more bets than just these two that we've talked about. Let's go to Cavs and 76ers on Wednesday. The Cavs are one and one against Philly. So far this year, Chris, I know that this is a team that you and I just absolutely despise to the core who will win Cavs versus 76ers
2: hate this team. I mean, the most chicken bleep team in the league, Bush league, chicken bleep. They're horrid. I I just, I just, they drive me nuts to just watch their games. James Harden, (laughs) that man just drives me up the wall.
1: I love but, that Sir Yacht just he he nailed it when he called him an Embiid free throw merchants. I think that is the funniest nickname. And it's so fitting. I think of Sir Yacht whenever I watch 76ers basketball, because they're just always at the free throw line. It's so maddening. If it makes you feel any better, Chris, the Cavs are 28 and 7 at home this year. This game is at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. But on the inverse, it's the second night of a back to back for the Cavs.
2: Coming in up from Charlotte. We had a rough one with Charlotte last night. They won. Glad Glad we won. Glad we won. Now we got another tough one. And what's, what's with that? I mean, Charlotte's no good. I don't understand some of the games that we have, Nick. These games against like Golden State where nobody plays. And then Charlotte last night where it's like, it's Charlotte. Come on.
1: I'll give them the break because they were without Jared Allen. But yeah, you would hope that you know this this coming game against Charlotte, because you got two in a row, they look a little bit better. But I'm with you. It is weird. Some of these teams that you should be beating pretty convincingly, it's time to start putting them away as we get through March and into early April, uh, obviously for those tune-up games before the playoffs. But as far as this Cavs and 76ers game goes, I don't want to be this guy. But am I going to take Philly? Somebody Ooh. talk me out of taking Philly. Ooh. Anybody?
3: You're not gonna take Philly.
1: I'm gonna take Philly because I think Jared Allen is with that eye contusion. I don't think he's yeah. gonna play, and Joel Embiid. Yeah, memo could have free memo to the
2: rest of the league: please stop poking our players in the face. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty much done with that. I'm pretty much done with that. Between him and Garland, I mean, we've had enough of it. Yeah, stop poking our players in the face. Garland yeah. takes
1: a beating, man.
3: Stop tampering oh. with the faces of our <laughs> players.
4: There we go. There got we it. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, not, I'm not looking forward to watching Joel Embiid on Evan Mobley. Because I don't think... Do you remember Mobley last time he yeah. played Embiid? He got thrown around like a rag. I ball. don't think Allen's going to play. That's going to be rough. So if you're
3: looking to win money...
2: Little Lopez <laughs> in the first quarter. Yes.
3: Yeah. Um. Then I like Nick's pick. But I also am such a homer that it doesn't it feel, feel right. Right,
1: right. In reality, this is a game that I'll just take a bunch of prop bets and won't, yeah. won't bet on do we,
2: it. Do we have the spread on this one? I think it's still a little far out.
1: I think you got, we got yeah. to get past Charlotte tomorrow before
4: we get uh, a spread pretty, on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. I'm,
4: I'm going to go Darius Garland over on threes. Three you love th- that. Three of them. That's your favorite. Oh, yeah.
2: It is fun. So give me the Cavs. With the spread, I want the points. All right. Okay. I'm not going to go money line. What if the
1: Cavs are favored?
2: They're not going to be. If Allen's out, okay, going to be fair, favored. fair. In at home. Cavs spread. I mean, if they're if they're favored, then I I take the Cavs outright. Then cool. Davis taking
4: Garland Garland over on biggest forces my
2: hand. I'll take Cavs spread too.
4: Kev spread Garland over on three.
1: Well, now I feel like what I, I feel like you guys were moving the goal. I took Philly and I look like.
4: <laughs> well, you're just. <laughs> Everybody else is
1: having fun with prop bets, and I'm over here. Nick. Oh, I bet on Philly. <laughs>
2: Nick, that's the well, beauty wait. of betting on Tipico. You, you can, can, bet can whatever do you want. anything you want to on these games. There's all kinds of props. There's all kinds of player props. There's all kinds of way you can bet the game overall, and we're just taking advantage.
3: Yeah, because can't you still do those player props and? Have Philly winning or no?
2: Yeah, you could.
4: Yeah, you can. Oh yeah! So there are so many options on Tipico.
3: That's what I'm gonna do then.
4: There you go. See, so, Gab, I found <laughs> that I'm not good at picking which team wins. I'll pick one, and then the other team wins like ninety percent of the time. So I just like so doing you a bet. We're like, hey, I'm in it the whole game.
3: Uh huh. I that's like that.
4: My, yeah.
2: I, that's the reverse. The reverse jinx, right? And I did that. Ohio State versus Michigan State. So at halftime of that game, the line flipped, and Ohio State was favored at halftime by, like, three points or something like that. So I jumped on it, and I jumped on Michigan State. And, of course, what happens? Ohio State wins. You could thank me for that. I lost some money, but I insured that Buckeyes were good. Well done, sir. That's key halftime adjustment on my part. I hope you have a lot of money for the Browns season. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You got to keep that energy. You got to be willing to invest in your team.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, I'm changing tune, and I'm going Cavs spread with you guys. Oh, oh, you got pressured into it. And I'm going to go with... Instead, with Allen out, I feel like somebody else has to pick up a little bit of the scoring. I love how low this player usually is. I'm going Isaac Isaac Okoro over on points, rebounds, and assists. I'm going the the stat combo combined. I like that. Isaac Okoro over points, rebounds, and assists. Cavs cover.
3: Dang. All right. I really need to look into these player props. (laughs) Can you guys help me build one? Yes. Okay, who's playing? You said you said Jared Allen is out. Oh, probably,
4: probably. Lopez over on probably points. Probably There out. it is.
2: Just take it blindly. What was
1: it, Chris? Lo- Robin Lopez? Gonna, they're not going to offer anything on Robin Lopez. No, oh, oh, come on. They gotta,
2: uh, Robin Lopez was in in the first quarter last night. Come on. He was, and it was that's Oof. where things started getting bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. If they offer it, take the over on points, because he's going to have to play. If Allen's out, I'm sorry. And Mobley gets into foul trouble, he's coming in. Which boys. is
1: common. Mobley... This yeah. team loves fouls. I wouldn't do any in the paint.
4: No. Profits. Honestly,
1: bet. How about this? If you, you, you three, say, three pointers. You're saying this, Gab, that uh-huh. like, okay, maybe like take Homer out of it. Try to make money. What about going to Embiid over.
3: Okay.
4: Ugh,
2: I
1: don't like doing that. I don't either, but. You feel yeah. kind
2: of gross there.
1: Feel gross, right? but probably, a,
4: probably infinite money glitch. I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah. already
3: in the thick of it, and I would like to profit, so.
4: All right, full heel turn by Gab. She's going Embiid (laughs) over, what, points and rebounds?
3: Yeah, let's do both. Points
4: and rebounds? Points and rebounds. That'll probably
1: be like 39 and a half. Over. (laughs) (laughs) Over. (laughs) All right, let's go to the World Baseball Classic. I have nothing, I I have no idea what this is. I haven't bet on any of it, uh, but I think that's what makes it all the more fun. Who will win Pool C? Now, I'm just for the first time learning what Pool C is. I was going to say, that's
2: a good question. The second great question would be who is in Pool C?
1: So I think it's looking like Canada, Colombia, Mexico, USA, and Great Britain, which, by the way, what I did see is Great Britain. Great Britain? Britain? Those uniforms that Great Britain had on, like just (laughs) they literally made those on like MS Paint.
4: I feel like they didn't have a team before the World Baseball Classic or whatever, and they were like, "We got to We need to make a jersey they went right online, now." Yeah. yeah, they went online and ordered. They called it Cody. They're up. like, "Hey, please."
1: <laughs> no, Cody didn't do jersey. that. No, <laughs> I don't know who made that. Some kindergartner in computer class. Yeah, that was tough. Those were really bad.
3: It looks like homemade gym class like uniforms that you get through school.
4: Yes. Yeah.
1: Or, like, those are, like, the freshman uniforms that, like, have just been around for years. And, like, when you make the freshman team, like, you wear those. But then, like, JV and varsity is where the, all the money's at. So, like, <laughs> they got the nicer uniforms. But then the freshmen are wearing these just, like, vanilla Great Britain jerseys. I don't know. It's horrible. Um, Oddly
2: specific there, Dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I played freshman sports. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that good as a freshman. I was only on the freshman team. I didn't make it He's teams.
3: like, I recognize those jerseys. Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I never played baseball. I would have got cut from the freshman baseball team. Uh, I'm going to go with USA. They played Canada tonight at 10. USA beat Britain, hell yeah, again, and lost to Mexico. Um, so let's just go USA to win pool C.
2: All I know is I'm very forlorn because McNeil continues to trend every time USA plays. Okay. And it's because of his poor fielding. Ah. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. He's not good with the glove in the WPC. so has not been a good showing for him. And they're saying, I mean, the USA has like a dream team in this thing. And uh, what are we, one and one right now?
1: Yeah. Gab, we do have some guardians in we the We better beat Canada. Yeah, yeah, you would hope. We had some Guardians if you kind of look around, Gab. We well, Canada's
2: have, got Bo Naylor.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and, and Cal Cal Quantrill. Guardians
2: legend, Bo Naylor.
1: Palacios was on Netherlands, who are already eliminated. De Los Santos is on the Dominican Republic. That's pool D. And Andreas Jimenez is up with Venezuela, which is also pool D. Pool D. So, so Gab, tonight, can Bo Naylor and Cal Quantrill pull the upset against the U.S. of A? Wow.
3: The U.S. of A. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm pulling for our guys yeah. on this one. Let's
2: go Canada. Yeah. Ooh, I would I love to see a bat and root for Canada. <laughs> How about that?
4: Are there no Americans on Team USA from the Guardians? No. Must not no, be. No. There are a
2: lot of Americans on Team USA. Well, yes. Just none from the Guardians. <laughs> well,
4: yeah, thanks, Chris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you guys say well, we're then, getting to some Cleveland headlines? Are
3: there any American Guardians? <laughs>
1: There's got to be one. Guardians of America. <laughs>
2: Cleveland headlines is brought to you by Shacknews.com. Shacknews, your go-to site for video games and more, with news, guides, reviews, and previews, including this week's featured article: a complete walkthrough and guide for the Root of Nightmares raid from Destiny 2. And remember that you can join in on all the discussions using the Shacknews Cortex and subscribing to their Twitch channel. So if you're a gamer, Shacknews is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at Shacknews. Good stuff, Chris.
1: Make sure you to go check out Shaq news. We just did our weekly bets, but let's make a little bit more of a long-term prediction to kind of finalize this segment, wrap up our official picks. And we're going to make our official long shots to win March madness this year. These are always really fun bets to place um as you know their futures so the payouts are usually really good the top pick houston five to one alabama is seven to one kansas is at nine to one purdue 12 to one ucla 12 to one texas 13 to one who do you guys like to win march madness this year and i think this is always fun to do because it's anybody's guess i mean any of these teams could get upset thursday or any of these teams could still be playing into april
2: Did we just say that Shaka Smart is the coach at Marquette? Marquette. I did. We did. Plus 2,000. And they're plus 2,000. That seems like a value pick right there.
4: Let's go, Marquette.
1: Shaka Shaka Smart. Smart.
2: Yeah. Sign me up right there. Marquette to win it all.
4: You know, I was cleaning out the old garage, big play studio, and I found one of my most prized possessions, a signed Alonzo G jersey. Wow. How'd you come across
1: that fine item? I have no idea.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I am going to go, I'm going to go with our guy Hanford. I'm going to go Alabama, Alonzo G, signed jersey, plus 700. Taking it home.
1: Gab, do you have a school that you like to win March Madness this year?
3: Mm. No.
4: Could I not pick pick Kent? Come on, dollar dog. No, I
3: don't. Um, What is Kent
2: to win it all?
4: Do I'm leaving head. Gab on the screen until she picks someone. If,
3: if oh, okay, all right. Uh, I'm just so impartial to any. I, I like to do fandom, and I just don't have any. Marquette was the closest thing, Chris, because we talked about that coach. But I don't know mm, Gonzaga because it's a fun Zag. word.
2: The
1: Zags, fifteen to one. Gab likes the Zags. I'm gonna that go. Would have been my
2: other pick, actually. I try to say Kent?
1: Yeah, go Kent. I'm trying to see if do they even – are they even offering odds on Kent, though? Not even on the board. There's I think I no. think
4: you need one more win yeah, to, get, to get some odds on Kent. are not on the
1: board. Oral Roberts plus 30,000 is fun. Wow. <laughs> That's a deal right there.
2: <laughs> After they beat Duke, everybody's going to be jumping on that one. How about the College of Charleston, also plus
1: 30,000. Any love for the Florida Atlantic Owls at plus 20,000? No. Going once, going twice. No. I'm gonna go with UCLA. All right. I think UCLA has a good team. I like that guard with the the long hair. I think his name is uh Tiger Campbell. Nice. He's gonna be like a he's gonna be a draft pick this year. Okay. I like Dave's Bama pick too, but I'm gonna go UCLA twelve to one. There we go. Nice. All right, Chris. Going to you, how much work will you be getting done at work this week? Or are you going to be betting on college basketball all week?
2: See, see, that's that's the question, right? Is how do you consume the tournament the first two days? You know, a lot of people take those days off other people like watch them at your computer you know back in the day you couldn't watch them you couldn't like stream them at the office whereas now you could do that you can have it on in the background we've done that in our office before where you have it on kind of the big screen off to the side kind of in the background so people can check in on it and then still get work done during the day uh and that's probably going to be my style for this one is probably doing both do you guys do the whole bar scene nick you're a little bit younger do you do the thing where you go out, you like enjoy two days? Because these are the best two days, in my opinion, of the whole tournament and certainly the best weekend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Best weekend. Um, no, I, I haven't before. You're I don't skating. know. I don't, I don't have plans. Yeah, I usually stay home and kind of have like the the multi-TV laptop setup going. I've done a couple years where like we'll have a bunch of, you know, guys come over and kind of do the same thing, you know, where everybody kind of bring a screen and we'll plug them in and get all the streams up. Uh, I don't have plans though especially with Friday being St. Patrick's Day um and Kent playing Friday night. I'm going to have to I have to pace myself in the world of just excitement with college basketball and all things March Madness because there's a there's going to be a lot of games to sneak in in those 48 hours. Dave Howard, I, do you have a strategy those. to to watch to consume all this basketball? What what's kind of your life hack? I feel like you're pretty good with this kind of stuff and give me advice on how to watch as much basketball <laughs> as I can.
4: So, Chris, you're like this. We're, we're hosting a golf tournament in the garage. Nice. March Madness style brackets. So it's teams. You play alternate shot. We're playing a local course here, Bobo Links. And we're going to watch college basketball literally all day.
3: All right.
2: Wow. Thanks
4: for inviting me, Dave. I appreciate that. Instead, yeah. I'm going to be watching it at the
2: office like a sucker. <laughs> Man, okay. Same, Chris. I'll see you on Zoom on Seems Friday. It's very lame right now in retrospect.
3: I never got super into watching it, but the one of my favorite years I was really addicted was in college. I like had one season where I was injured, so I would just go to the gym, and the gym had all the TVs. Yeah. So yeah. I was so invested in my bracket at that point in time, and I would just sit on the bike for two hours and just – Watching everything and cheering for people that I don't know.
2: That was the exact opposite. Rather than a gym, I'd go out, get wings, get a bunch of beers, watch all the games – and then, like, wake up the next day and realize I only filled out part of my bracket. And it wasn't <laughs> what happened in the late games. <laughs> and then you get to relive it again—that action and that excitement in that morning. So, those were good times. Those are a lot of fun. A lot different than your health club experience. <laughs> Hello, Chris. One of my mainstays that I always like assimilate
1: March Madness with is Shamrock Shakes. Like, I guarantee oh, yeah. you, I will have two Shamrock Shakes. I'll have one on Thursday and I'll have one on Friday while I watch these games because it's just. It's the season, man. St. Patrick's Day, Shamrock Shakes, March Madness gets you in the spirit.
2: Isn't that the cool part, too, is it's the changing of the seasons. Usually it starts getting warmer. Please get warmer out. Usually (laughs) it gets warmer. You start getting the sun out. You start thinking spring. You start thinking outside. You're watching these games. I mean, that's all part of like spring in America is March Madness. And I think that's what makes it so magical this time of year, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what makes it a lot of fun. What do you guys say we wrap things up? Talk a little bit more NFL free agency. I know we got into it a little bit with Benjamin Albright. Um, First day of legal tampering began today and uh, players could officially start to sign on Wednesday. Uh, the Browns, a little bit quiet to start. They brought back cornerback A.J. Green on a one-year deal. They brought back Sione Takitaki on a one-year deal. And breaking news this afternoon, they signed Ethan Pochich, center back to a three-year deal worth $18 million All right. uh, to play center. So they're retaining a lot of their own guys. Any gut feelings about what the Browns could do kind of going into tomorrow and even the the
2: you know final hours of the night here? they've got to address the defensive line, right? Yeah. That's I the mean, elephant yeah. in the
1: room, Chris. That is the elephant the in the room.
2: That. And I like the way that Benjamin Albright was was talking about the local kid and, and everybody's kind of been bringing him up. So that that would be nice. It seems like that would be a good fit. It seems like both parties would be interested. But I would really like to see them invest some of the money that they've now taken back from Deshaun Watson and kind of saved versus the cap in that defensive line, because that's, that's going to really set the tone for next season for us.
1: Yeah. And I've already seen a lot of, I guess you could say coping on Twitter of, you know, kind of missing out on Javon Hargraves. People are like, Oh, well, Jim Schwartz will automatically be an upgrade. Like he'll fix a lot of the Browns problems. I'm not sure.
0: That, now that's the case on, that's like I, I, he needs I, his
1: guys yeah yeah, yeah. right we got to get him some some thickness up front you know as as bernie said you look at our team it's it's a very small team like you you got to add some some real uh stout defensive linemen in that center or else uh, it's going to be kind of a repeat of last year and for all the people that are worried about the money and stuff I say who the hell cares? It ain't our money. You know, go spend Jimmy Haslam's money. Get some big names. Like Chris said, if it's if it's Draymond Jones, if it's Jesse Bates, like let's make these signings official on Wednesday. And that way we could focus on that pick forty two in the draft and kind of round this off season out. Um, but yeah, they gotta do something. I, I don't think you could just afford to sit on your hands this off season when
2: there's so much on the line next year. Nick, do you think they go and make a big splash at wide receiver in the free agent market? You know, I don't because I
1: don't think there's much there, Chris. Like, we were talking about it a little bit, and I kind of aired my grievances of Odell Beckham Jr. and why you probably shouldn't go that route. I mean, he quit on you once. He never wanted to be in Cleveland in the first place. He was actively telling people not to come to Cleveland while he was here. That's just is that an issue? Is that wrong? (laughs) Should not have been doing that. Like, I'm like, I'm almost speechless that there's people like on their knees clamoring for the guy to come back to Cleveland. It's just so weird to me. Adam Phelan, I get that he has a connection with Kevin Stefanski. I think that makes a little bit of sense, but they're also saying that he's got a lot of juice left in the tank and he could play for a while and he's going to want a little chunk of change wherever he goes. And he also wants to play for what he perceives to be a contender. Are the Browns a contender? I'm not sure. And outside of that, what's really? The, I mean, is Nicole Hardman a splash? Is DJ Chark a splash? I think maybe, Chris. I think what I hold out hope for, like Albright was saying, to find that vertical threat, it comes in a form of a trade, and it comes in a form of a Brandon Cooks. I think that could kind of be your, your vertical d- deep threat in a couple weeks once all this kind of slows down, if that makes sense.
2: And there's a connection there, too, with Stefanski, mm-hmm. right? With And with uh, Deshaun in Houston. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would make a lot of sense. Be interesting to see what happens. We we've, we've got to get on it if we're going to win this offseason like we always do. I know we we made a couple
1: like win the off season coaching hires like Jim Schwartz was a win the off season coaching hire. Then Bubba Ventrone with his kind of big personality, yeah. had having had played for the city before, I get that they were connected to Hargrave and to Bates and a lot of these free you know big name free agent guys. But I don't know is is it Ethan Pochich three year deal? Heyo. Winning the offseason? Our th- our back to back to back to back offseason champs is on the line here, guys. What are we doing?
2: To your point, with the defense the way it was <laughs> last year, there's no way. You've got you've got to make some serious upgrades there. And then I think then I think you've got a Cleveland Browns that are ready to compete. Yeah. I think if you make some significant upgrades, uh, albeit, but to that defensive line, I mean the linebackers need gonna need to get a safety. But you start plugging that, now you've got something. As we sit right now, I'm a little nervous as I see some of these defensive tackles going to other teams or being re-signed by their teams and we're not getting them. Um, we're going to have to make some new some moves. Chris,
1: one thing that I don't want to get lost in the shuffle, and I'm glad you said that You know, on the defensive line as a whole, I feel like so many people are caught up in the chatter about the interior defensive line. They got to find somebody opposite miles Garrett because Jadavion Clowney ain't strutting through that door right before, before trading camp like he normally does this time around.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, we're filling three holes right there. Yeah, I mean It's going to be, there's a lot of work to be done and hopefully they've got a plan to do it. We'll see now we've got a little bit more money against the cap that we can do it. And uh, now it's just a matter of how you allocate it between the draft and between free agency.
1: Already, what do you guys say? We wrap this show up. Hit it with the Gab's Two Truths and a Lie, because I know we have a March Madness Two Truths and a Lie, as oh, no. well as oh, an NFL boy. free agency Two Truths and a Lie. So we could be all over the board in this segment, guys. Let's go. Oh, yeah.
3: All right. Let's start with the free agency one. All okay. of these facts are talking about NFL free agency, which officially started in 1993. Vinny Testaverde has more wins for the Browns than any other quarterback that Cleveland has acquired through free agency. Jam- Jamal Lewis is the only Browns free agent signing to rush for 1,000 yards in a season with Cleveland. Terrell Pryor is the only Browns free agent signing to have a 1,000 yard receiving season in Cleveland.
4: We just talked about how we haven't signed any free agents.
1: And then Gab just hit us with three. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
4: those two yeah. were like those last two questions. So one of them is wrong because my my days of not studying for a test, I know that if there's two that are similar, one of yep. them is going to be incorrect. Uh, and I think so Terrell
1: Pryor had a thousand yard. Let's talk
4: this through. Yeah.
1: I um, like this. As I would often do in my tutoring sessions <laughs> before a test. Um, so... Terrell Pryor was a wide receiver that had a thousand yard yes. season. And I'm with all the wide receivers that we named earlier in the show. Did D- D- Dwayne Bow? None of them were. Right. No, and <laughs> those were the free agents. The rest of the guys that would have done it were either drafted or yeah. well, acquired via trade.
3: I'll just say this. You never, You, I'm surprised you didn't say. I feel like you, you like this one guy I'm thinking of. I'm giving you hints. Never mind. So. <laughs> All right,
4: so there was another free agent wide receiver that <laughs> had a thousand yards. Yeah,
1: but like Josh Gordon was not a free agent; he was a draft pick. Right. Um, Amari Cooper was a draft pick. He was not a free agent. He was a traded. He was um, traded. For, yeah.
2: I was gonna say we didn't draft him.
1: Yeah. Everyone else a was free agent. Chris, can you think o- of any free agents? Odell and running Landry back? were traded. Running back, so how about yeah. this one? I think Isaiah Crowell put up a 1,000-yard season. Was he a free agent? Ruben, Ruben Drones. And Ruben, yeah.
2: Oh, was Ruben Drones a free agent? Or did we draft those guys? No, no. Ruben Drones we got from Denver. Yeah, that's right. We got him from Denver, and I think he was a free agent that we signed off the street, and he went for over 1,000 yards and was like the first one in 5 million years that had done that. And to that tune, what yeah. about Hillis?
4: Peyton Hillis, Peyton Hillis was he was tra- Denver. Was that was a trade? A, I don't think that was what we, was who we t- got for Brady Quinn. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I
1: can't think of a receiver that would have done it as a free agent. Is the thing that's what's throwing me for a loop. You know who it wasn't? The Browns traded Eisen. for Peyton Hillis.
3: Yeah, And yeah. Reuben drones.
4: drones. We Ruben traded drones. for Reuben drones. No. No, I'm pretty Zoe sure you said Gabe. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Who did we trade for Ruben Jones? Why would we trade for Ruben Jones?
1: I'm trying to think of the Drums. receivers. Or Jones. I, I don't know. You I have can't nothing. think of this guy. So it must be recent. Well. If you, and you said that I'm a fan of them. Yeah,
3: because I I've never followed the Browns until like the last 3 years. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, God bless you for that too. Yes, you're gonna live a, lot, a much longer life. That's than why I game I'm so much
4: happier than us. Free <laughs> agent. I know. That's <laughs> why
2: you're always happy. You're always with a smile. Free, free
4: agent receivers
1: that put up a thousand yards.
4: Jare vicious
1: slash
3: tight end.
1: Oh, big play, Gare
3: Yeah. Gary Gare. Gary,
1: Gary Barnage? put up a thousand. Yep. Yeah. He was I a free agent. Yeah.
2: He loves his movies.
3: I just yeah. wanted to help you.
2: All right, yay, I got it. To be fair, that was a tight end. That was a tight, a tight end, end. Okay. and I was going receiver. Never to be confused with a wide receiver.
3: <laughs> free Big play a- Gary
1: Barnage. Just, yeah, yep, that was a good hint because I, I am a gigantic
4: fan of him. Yeah,
3: you, yeah. <laughs> all right, so that was that was the falsy was the Terrell pr- prior one since he's not the only free agent signing to have. A
4: I feel guy. like if we talk long enough, Campbell, will just give us the answer. Will. I'll
3: <laughs> just tell you what it is. And I feel like that's
4: for the best because we would just name random <laughs> right?
1: Browns all day. Yes. All right, the March Madness, two truths and a lie.
3: Kansas is trying to be the first school to win back-to-back basketball championships since Florida. Bill Self and John Calipari are the only active college coaches with multiple national championships. The Big West and Big Ten have the same number of titles since 1990.
4: Oh, that's I have no idea. Mm -hmm.
2: Number number two has got to be the lie, right? The coach? Multiple... Mm -hmm. National championships. Now that's still alive in the tournament. Is that what you're saying, or in college basketball?
3: In college basketball.
2: That's okay, got to be should, a lie. Yes. Rick Pitino's still out there and he's still coaching. Mm.
3: There's no getting past you guys. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: Way to go, Chris.
3: Self, self is the only one with multiples. Calipari only has one Kentucky in 2012.
2: Oh, all right, well, so. Well, we, uh, so we had it both ends. And Rick Pettino's got multiples and he's still coaching. There we go.
1: Cab, we still got go you on one, one and you restaurant. kinda gave us the other one. Yes. Good stuff. Good show. Happy free agency, everybody. We'll wrap this thing up. Thanks for watching another episode of the Big Play Reflog Show. Huge thanks to all of our sponsors. Go check out shacknews.com. Go drink some LaBats and download that typical sports book with promo code Play. You're going to get a deposit match in form of free bets that you could use throughout March Madness. And every time you bet 20 bucks, it goes towards their leaderboard challenge where one better that picks a hell of a lot of March Madness games correctly is going to walk away with a year worth of free bets from Tipico. So go jump in on all that action over there. Huge thanks to Benjamin Albright for joining the show. And we will see you guys next week. Till then, peace.
0: It's time, streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed, heavyweight podcast of the world. The big play. <laughs> he oh.